0: So how was it like uh, being in university?
1: Mm, oh my god, you you you've just opened like a, a door of, of of memories. Yeah, that's what for I sure. Want to I'll, I'll 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 I'll, <laughs> I'll start <laughs> by saying I'll start by saying it's my I don't know what the adv- what the verb would be. Mm. The most defining, the f- most defining moment in my life, mm. generally, I would say. Mm. And to answer your question of my experiences in in campus, uh, we are talking about JQUAT. Mm. JQUAT, uh, some some people know it as JUJA Boys. <laughs> mm. It was mostly uh, male dominated, but I think it's really changed a lot over time.
0: For those listeners okay, who I don't will... know, uh, if you don't know, mm-hmm. it's Jomo Kenyatta University of Agriculture and Technology. Yes. In Kenya. Okay. Mm. Yes. So it's it um, used to ah, be. Re- sub-divide. Sorry? Sorry? Not gone? No, I was just. You're talking about the juja Boys thing. Mm, juja Boys. Yeah, mm. people used to refer to it as Juju Boys because mm. it was.
1: Uh, I think J started as an engineering college. Mm. And you can imagine, like, engineering is predominantly male. And it was, so male population was higher than female for a long time, mm. but I suppose now it's, if it, uh, it should be equal now. Okay. It, but yes, so I mean, over time people, people used to refer, refer to JQAT as juja boys. Mm. So anyway, uh, at Quart, it's really interesting. Like when I think back to just generally my life uh, and f- mostly focusing on my academic life, JQAT was the defining moment in my academic career
0: mm-hmm. and
1: my life in general. And to give you my story of jquat I'm mm. I'm going to 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 talk about I'm going to break it into, let me call it academics, mm-hmm. and then I'll talk about leadership, mm-hmm. and then I'll talk about uh, and, and leadership. I'll 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 do leadership and extracurricular activities, uh, mostly sports. So I'll focus on sports. I did a lot of sports and activities at jquat mm-hmm.
0: mm-hmm.
1: and then um, other extra extracurricular extracurricular, which is friends and boyfriends
0: (laughs) yes oh we want those yes stories okay
1: i I know i know and the reason why so um okay i will start with uh, let me start with academics Academics. because obviously i was admitted to jake but for academics yeah (laughs) yes and maybe my mom will listen to this podcast so it's a safe place to start from (laughs) academics (laughs) academics I, I joined JQUAT now. Remember, and 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 my themes like the way I. It's really interesting how my academic life has been. So mm. I remember, I joined Masagalt 298, and I was one of the one of the people, one of the students with lowest marks. Mm. Believe me. Or not. Even with the having, I was the best student in Kipkelion district. I had uh, eighty points, A minus, mm. in my class. In my mechanical class uh, of twenty ten, it was twenty ten to twenty fourteen. Mm-hmm. Regular students, mm. gov- the it's called regular regular students or government sponsored students. I was one of the least, actually, in the class with that with those points. Great, mm. right? Mm. We had straight A students coming mm. from all these national schools: Nairobi, Nairobi High, mm. uh, Sacho High, all Starry Hair Lions. Mm. So we, I was in a, I was in a class with super bright, super bright mm. candidates, top cream of the country,
0: mm. and
1: it was intimidating. When I look back to 2010, mm. I was really intimi- intimidated, uh, and I at some point I wasn't sure. At some point, actually, I wasn't um, I wasn't sure if I I wasn't sure if I had chosen if I had made a white a wise choice, mm. mostly based on the fact that I I thought it was it was going to be hard and maybe I would not handle it, and and we were only nine girls in a class of eight students, and so I think that also made the situation worse. Cause I thought, okay, maybe this thing is not for ladies, mm-hmm. but then anyway, uh, even with that, I was still, I was very determined to, I was very determined to, to do well. And I was set to, my eyes were set on first class from day one. I did not know if it was going to be possible, but anyway, they tell wow. us to shoot for the moon.
0: Yeah,
1: if you, if you don't
0: get to them when you can land on stars. You're saying that you mentioned in the schools, like people had higher grades than you, and also, they yeah. also, in addition to that, they came from national schools. Which school? Yeah, what was the grade for your school according to this national or whatever things?
1: Oh my my school my my school is not national for sure. It, it was, was it was um uh, we, we, I'm not sure if I leave it uh provincial. I would say maybe I'm not sure if it's even additional. Is it provisional? Yeah, maybe provisional. So, just, but our average grade was, I think, was it a six, mm. six or seven,
0: or even less than that. So that's points average. That's B. That's mm-hmm. would less. or even less or less than that. So yeah. I just, I just wanted people to feel, for a listener who who doesn't know, understand what when you see alliance mm. and starehen comparing to. Mercy girls, mm-hmm, they, they get a feel mm-hmm. of that girl who is coming from a school in Kericho. And mm-hmm. um, she did well, yes. Uh, according to the, the district, she's the top. But when she comes mm-hmm. to Nairobi, she, when she comes to a big university in Kenya, she mm-hmm. she she's in a class with people who come from higher schools and with better grades and also on top of that she's a lady <laughs> and she's like nine one mm-hmm. of the nine chicks out of i don't know uh 71, eight 71 boys
1: eight, something. eight to something we 80 something boys oh year. no no we were uh, the total total oh yeah yeah, sorry sorry, sorry, sorry so, so boys in class would be around 71 years because we were around 18 total
0: yeah so I can imagine it's still you set your goal to actually get a first class you're you're mm-hmm. still thinking, I need to get this first class when you in first year. mhm continue from there all
1: right, so that we're still on the on the topic of academics and then yes. we will go to leadership and sports and then uh boyfriend yes. later yeah. so okay. anyway, so on the academics mm. I was uh, yeah. I even don't know, like when we were chatting with my friends and they were asking me why was I striving for first class, mm. and I, to be honest, I I don't know, like but but one thing I one thing I wanted to do, mm. I just realized that I just realized how much my parents had put in me, mm. how much confidence they had in me, and they showed it like on their face, they were not faking it
0: mm. when they
1: told me you've got what it takes, and when I passed mm. after after that. After a phone for exam, I remember my dad uh, bought a phone for me, and that was a big deal. Mm. Um, and 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 my mom and my mom telling me, "You see, I told you, I told you, you had two ninety eight just because of this and, this. and for a kid, mm. that confidence from your parents, from mm. your guardians, it's everything. Yeah. I'm sure it's everything. And and so first year, I wanted to do the same. Like I wanted to 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 cruise through five years. Mm. And produce the same kind of results, so that I see the same kind of pride mm. in my parents' face mm. that was the the number one motivating factor now I didn't know like it was gonna open it was gonna do more than that like mm. make my parents proud mm. and also like opened doors very many doors for me mm. and as we speak i'm i'm uh, i'm at m i t and it's because of that yeah uh, it started from that from that first year from mm. that dream of mine in first year that I was hoping to please my parents, but it did more than that. Yeah. So anyway, and I have to say that I was, when I think back to first year, the, the, the confidence, and, and, and while I'm saying this, I'm, I'm trying to speak to someone who, who are doubting themselves. Mm-hmm. And most of the time, it's a minority person in a group. In that case, we were fewer women than men. Mm-hmm. And so you would imagine that imposter syndrome, and that mm. fear would be more in girls than in in guys. At least that's what I want to, I would like to think. Mm. And for sure, if I use my example, I was so scared, and mostly just because I was in a class with like a sea of male faces, right? And mm. there is one classmate actually who once, who once asked me mm. uh, innocently. Actually, it's not like he he meant anything bad, but for him, uh, when I when I think back now, it. it I don't blame him, and, and it's just because, like, him growing up, I don't think he had seen, even me, like, I'd never seen or interacted with a, a female engineer. Uh, i had interacted with my brothers, but they are male. Now oh. this was female trying to be an engineer. So this classmate of mine told me, Gladys, and, and, and he had, he, he was really worried, like, seriously worried, genuinely Ooh. worried, and he was asking me, did you, did you think, think clearly about this course? And I was like, I hesitated because it it was a serious topic. And then I was like, "Mm, yeah. And then he was like, were you forced to do it? Oh my God. No, I chose it. And then I asked him why. And he was like, just because I I think it's a mistake. Because my cousin, so his cousin, now he's telling me about the cousin who did mechanical engineering years ahead of us. And apparently his cousin told him that ladies don't make it past that year, like they keep dropping by that year. It's like only male, male class. So he was actually coming from a point of honest concern uh, that this thing was not for a girl. Yeah, and it but, did affect me. Yeah. It affected me. Yeah. Oh, so, my God. But, but anyway, <laughs> uh, the, the good thing is, and mm. I, I thank God because it's really hard. It's not an easy process to change courses. And even still, if I wanted to change a course, I did not know what else I wanted to do. But if it was easy to change a course and I had another alternative, I would have changed my course that first semester because I was really from scared. That so question. all the classes, mm. all the cl- from that question, all the classes that I attended after that, I was super aware of the fact that I'm an imposter in this class. Oh, and dear. it's only, oh, it's counting down in year, year one, year two, year three, I'm gone. But it's only, I think at, at the end of, at the end of year one, when we looked at when I looked at my transcripts, I was one of the top in class, maybe top five or top ten i had I had i think three b's and and everything else a out of sixteen course units
0: right.
1: and I knew you know what I might actually have a chance, maybe second year will be tough, but let's just take one step at a time. so I bring up this story to say just as a reminder that the advice that we give people, and my friend was coming. I have to keep emphasizing that it was coming from an from honest place of, concern. Yeah, place of concern, place of concern. And I have to emphasize, or I just have to remind us that when we, even us, even me, every time I give advice, even in this podcast, all the advice pieces of advice that I'll give, mm. they are based off my lived experiences, mm. and the fact that I've not seen someone doing something. Mm. It, it doesn't mean it, it's, it's not possible.
0: Yeah.
1: And just, just as a, as a reminder that if you are trying to break into a field mm. that they are, they are, people are not used to seeing people like you breaking into, mm. or if you're trying to accomplish something, accomplish something that people have are not used to seeing people like you accomplishing, mm. then it's okay. Like they will, they will, they will be concerned because they've never seen, but it, it doesn't mean it's not possible just to emphasize that and I think that's the biggest lesson that I learned looking back.
0: Do you want to learn about the strategies for enrolling, thriving and excelling in a PhD program? Dr. Gladys Netich has written a book on the PhD journey with lessons from various PhD students across the globe and from her lessons as a ex-Oxford PhD student. Dr. Gladys is now a postdoc researcher at MIT. For you to get a chance to get a free book, post your favorite podcast episode of the Vulnerable Scientist podcast on any social media account and tag the Vulnerable Scientist social media account with the hashtag the Vulnerable Scientist book giveaway. You can now pre-order the book on Amazon or as an ebook on Kindle, Kobo, Dalia etc. You can get more information on this book on slash books